right, good morning. We are blessed to be here this morning to celebrate the birth of a Savior. I was telling the children about uh, how to find your way. I've told you several instances on where, being a man, I don't always like to look at a map or GPS. Even though, man, I can just hit my steering wheel and, and it tell me exactly where to go and sometimes I think I'm a lot smarter than it though and then I drive around for a while <laughs> not lost I know exactly where I'm in my truck <laughs> just driving sometimes and then uh, Then I remember where I'm going and usually look for directions after the fact, after I'm lost. Or, or at least, if not lost, at least I've been wandering around for a long time. I'm thankful that uh, the Lord does provide directions for us. And I just pray that... Uh, we're constantly reminded to use them. Because there's other things that point us in different directions. And again, when we do that, it's easy to get distracted. I like to use this time of year to refocus. Like I should every day but to refocus and put my sights on a Savior that the Father sent to us so long ago. I'm going to start uh, by reading some scripture this morning. I'm going to read Matthew 2, verses 1 through 12. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, Wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, asking, Where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star and its rising, and have come to pay homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him in Bethlehem of Judea. For so it had been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among rulers of Judah. For, your, for from you shall come a ruler who is to shape my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you found him, bring me word so that I also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. 
On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid homage. Then opening their treasure chest, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. And this is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, again, I just come to you to give you thanks. Lord, thank you for, uh, for this morning. Lord, thank you for the opportunity to, to come and worship you, Lord, the opportunity to look at your scripture, to gain guidance, Lord, and, and apply it to our life. Lord, I just pray as we go through this lesson that everyone here, everyone who may be listening at home, Lord, they receive, uh, they receive this word and the message you intend for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Are you seeking him? That's the, uh, the title I finally came up with for this message. I actually have other questions, but that's the question that I titled it. Uh, I'll share the other questions with you in just a second. But the Gospels tell us that after Jesus' birth, he received a visit from shepherds. And on the eighth day, Luke tells us that his parents take him to the temple, and they see Simeon and Anna. Both Simeon and Anna both rejoiced at that moment. And then Matthew goes on to tell us about the wise men as they came to visit Jesus, the Magi's journey that took them to Jerusalem, into Bethlehem. You see, they really went on a journey to search for a newborn king. You see, the first thing that I notice as I read this is the Magi went out to seek. They were looking for him. They were seeking him. They were searching for him. They were following a star. Matthew 2, 2 says, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we come to worship him. As we look at this point, we must acknowledge the timeline of Christ's life. See, the wise men would have visited him probably later than we traditionally learned. Jesus was probably a toddler when, when the wise men found him. You see, they saw a star, they followed this star, they asked for directions, and it took some time to get there. It took a little while for them to get there. It wasn't an easy journey. But they were willing. They were willing to go on that journey to find him. See, they saw his star as it rose. Again, this journey took some time. And in order to do it, they had to put forth some effort. See, the scripture tells us that we're also to seek Him. We're also to seek Him. Life is a journey. We're supposed to seek Him every day. See, we're familiar with Jesus' words in Matthew 6, 33. He says, Seek first the kingdom, and all the other things will be given to you. The writer of Hebrews goes on and says, God rewards those who earnestly seek Him. David says in Psalm 63, You, God, are my God. Earnestly I seek you, I thirst for you. 
My whole being longs for you in a dry, parched land where there is no water. The Scripture's full of how we're supposed to seek the Lord. As we seek, as we seek Him this morning, again, there's a few questions that we need to ask. And the first one is, are we seeking Him? Right now, are we seeking Him? And as we seek Him, are we expecting to find Him? That's the second question. And then the third question is, where are we seeking Him? And the fourth and final question is, is how are we seeking Him? So are we seeking Him? Are we expecting to see Him? Where are we seeking Him? And how are we seeking Him? Those are the four questions I want to ask. The first one is, are you seeking Him? Are you truly seeking Him? See, the Magi put forth effort into their search. We know they traveled from the east. We know they went a long way. And we know that it took time. The wise men traveled a great distance to find the Christ child. They knew there was something special about Jesus, and it was worth the travel. You see, this is the contrast of the religious leaders of the day. They wouldn't travel a short five or six miles to see him or to look for him. But the wise men, the magi, traveled a long way to seek him because they knew he was special. And they were seeking him until they found him. And this morning, again, I want to ask you, are we truly seeking him? It's an obvious question. Are we seeking him? We are. We wouldn't be here. But are we seeking him in our daily life? Are we seeking him every day of the week? When you go to lunch, when you go to lunch or you go to the grocery store, are you seeking to find the presence of God? Are you seeking to find Jesus Christ and everybody you meet? Are you seeking to deliver the message that other people need to hear about how they also should be seeking Jesus? If we lose something, man, we seek. We, we look and look and look. God forbid we lose a phone today. I can't imagine the search that would take place. I've seen it. I've seen people when they lose their phone. Not just young people. <laughs> I have seen a phone be missing for a few minutes. And that lost look in somebody's eyes, like, what am I going to do? How can I go on? I can't check Facebook. I can't check my text messages. What will I do? You've seen it too. You've probably seen it when I've lost mine. <laughs> that same look. You see, that's the look we should have in our eyes when we're seeking Jesus. We should know that there's something that we need to be looking for that we can't live without. That's a lot more important than our phone. There's a message there that's more important than we can ever get on. I don't care what iPhone you have. It can't give you the message that's through Jesus Christ. That's what we need to be seeking. Are you seeking Him? Are you seeking him like you've lost something important? The wise men had to search and look for this newborn child. You see, we too have to seek Jesus in everything we do. And then as we're seeking him, are we expecting to see him? 
Are we expecting to find him? Again, if we lose our phone, we're expecting to find it, or we're going to get a new one, right? And hopefully we can recover everything that was in that other one. True? It's hard to find that many contacts again, and remember passwords and, and all that good stuff that we have. So we expect to find it when we're searching for our phone. But how about when we're searching for Jesus? When we come here or when we, we do our devotion on our own in the morning or we go to work or again we go to the grocery store or where we may go in the day, are we expecting to see Jesus when we get there? He's there, I can tell you. I don't care where you go. You can expect to see Jesus there. Because he's there before you get there. You can have that expectation because he's going to meet you there. He's already there. Are you expecting to see him? Is your faith allowing you to have an expectation of this, of actually seeing Jesus when we search for him? Again, he's already there. He's here. Do we have that expectation? When we run into somebody, maybe when we're trying to do business with them and they're grumpy, are we looking for reasons to show them love instead of reasons to maybe be as grumpy as them? I can be pretty grumpy. Not pretty, but I'll tell you what, I like showing the love of Christ a lot better. Sometimes it's harder to do. Sometimes it's easy to lash it, just, just, just to... to to, 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 if somebody says something wrong to you, it's easy just to come back with something at them. It's a lot harder. We've got to search for the words to show them love, don't we? But that's what we're supposed to search for. We're searching for the words that Jesus would have them say to us. They're evidently having a bad day. Man, how can we help them? Man, that's hard to do. That's hard to do. But when we're searching for those words, are we expecting to find them? Are we expecting to be able to show them the love of Christ? Then again, where are we seeking him? Third question is, where are we seeking him? Again, I know you're seeking him this morning. You came to church. It's a wonderful place to seek him. He's here. It's a beautiful place to seek him. Wonderful people here that are also seeking him. But how about our daily life? Where do you seek him then? Do you seek him when you're on your walk? Do you seek Him when things are going great? Are you seeking Him when things are not going great? When you are walking in a valley, are we seeking Him there also? He's there. He's ready to lift us up. Again, where are we seeking Him? And the fourth question is, how are we seeking Him? How are we seeking Him? You see, seeking Christ is a lifelong pursuit. Even though, again, He's here, He's available for us as human beings to put everything else aside to seek Him, we have to do daily. We have to die to ourselves daily. We have to die to our wants, to our needs, to our human desires daily in order to seek Him. That's how we should be seeking Him. 
We should be seeking Him just like we'd be seeking for the most important thing in our life if it were lost. I told you a story a few weeks ago about how Abby was lost after she hadn't been driving very long. Man, I'll never forget that feeling. I will never forget that feeling. And I'll never forget the feeling when I saw her. When I found her. Again, I've lost my phone before. I've lost other things before. I've lost my keys. Ron has misplaced them before for me. Rhonda thought for a long time, she's, she's raising two kids, me and Abby. Uh, she thought for a long time her first name is, Mom, where's this? Where's that? When we lose something we care about, we look for it. And we do everything in, our desire, everything in our power to find them. Are we seeking Christ the same way? Are we using all of our resources to find Him and show His love to everybody we meet? How are we seeking Him? Are we just seeking Him when we need Him? Or when things are going great, are we seeking Him to praise Him? Are we seeking Him when we think we've got it all together? You ever thought that before? Man, everything's going good. I've got it all together now. And sometimes we forget about Jesus then because we think we've got all the answers. We need to be seeking Him then, too, just to give Him the praise and the honor and glory for everything that's going right. When we're in the valley, we're from the mountaintop. We need to be seeking Him. If things are going great, or we're in the middle of a struggle, we need to be seeking Him with everything we have. You see, for the wise men, they were on a journey, and they were determined they were determined to find him. They were following a star. They asked for directions. Here's the neat thing that uh, I've read the scripture several times. And as I read it this morning, actually, this popped out at me. And I've read this. I know the story. But after they found him, they were changed. They didn't go back the same direction. And I've always thought, well, they were avoiding Herod. Yes, they were. But once you find Jesus, you won't be the same. The path you were on before is not going to be the same. You're going to take a different path because you're going to be seeking him every day in everything that you do. Once you find him, your life's going to be different. Your life's going to be changed. You will be able to speak nicely to the person who was just rude to you. whether it be a customer. It's happened a lot, I bet, this time of year. Walmart and other stores. The hours, actually, this year are shorter. I found that out the other night, and, and people scrambling. Can you imagine? They're seeking gifts on Christmas. Think about if they were seeking the Savior in the same way. How different their attitude would be. How different our attitude towards them would be. But are we seeking Him? Are we willing to change directions once we find Him? Are we willing to change the way we do things? Are we willing to act differently? Are we willing to react differently 
once we found Jesus? That's the question. See, the invitation is there to come to him. But again, once we come to him, we should be changed. We should be different. We should be willing to put down the things we used to care about. See, Jesus promises this in Matthew 11. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest in your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. When we're burdened, we're supposed to rely on Jesus. We're supposed to let him take our burden. We seek him in good times and in bad. He says, come to me. He invites you to seek him. Bring your burdens of life to him. Bring your joys to him. Bring your everything to him. And when we do, we can exchange them for the rest that is only found in Jesus Christ, the peace, the love that is only found in Jesus Christ. And once we do that, I promise you, we will be changed. Our paths will be different. You see, we need to follow the example of the Magi. I want to end, again, just by asking you a few questions. Are you seeking Him? Are you expecting to see Him? Where are you seeking Him? And how are you seeking Him? If you're here this morning or you're listening online this morning and you're seeking Him, you can't find that peace, that comfort, that love anywhere. I'd love to pray with you. I'd love to, to, to share some scripture with you. Or if you're here this morning and you've been on this journey for a while, you've been following this star and, and you've experienced the ups and downs of life and you just need to pray, you need to come and, and be comforted, I'd love to pray with you. Again, where we can find that love, that comfort, that peace that we seek for this time of year and we should be seeking every day is only found in Him. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, again, thank you so much for sending your, your Son, Lord. Thank you for sending Him and, and Him living a perfect life, Lord. And taking the sacrifice and be willing to sacrifice His life willing to suffer for me. Lord, I just pray as we go on this week and we continue on through next year, Lord, that we, we, we seek you every day. We seek to be more like Jesus Christ every day in everything we do. Lord, everywhere we go, I pray that we seek your Son, your perfect Holy Son. And it's in his name that I pray. Amen.